Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. It is Wednesday, August the 5th, and I thank you for taking time to uh, join, uh, to download this episode, and to dive deeper into the Word of God. Today, we will continue our journey through the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 15. For those who would like to follow along, we will pick up pretty quickly after where we left off yesterday. So we're in Matthew chapter 15, verses 21 to 28. Matthew 15, 21 to 28. So let's open up the Word of God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At that time, Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, A Canaanite woman of that district came and called out, Have pity on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But he did not say a word in answer to her. His disciples came and asked him, Send her away, for she keeps calling out after us. He said in reply, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But the woman came and did him homage, saying, Lord, help me. He said in reply, It is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. She said, Please, Lord, for even the dogs eat the scraps that fall from the table of their masters. Then Jesus said to her in reply, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And her daughter was healed from that hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So um, let's just dive right in to, to the word here. What we're hearing is right away, again, Jesus is withdrawing. He did that two days ago, if you recall, uh, that he withdrew uh, after the feeding of the 5,000. And um, uh, then he he needed some of that Sabbath time. And we talked about that on Monday. Uh, and, um, and and so we see this again. And, and again, good, good for us to remember those things, that there is a time for everything. But again, that first line, Jesus withdrew. But here he's not withdrawing from his disciples. He's withdrawing from uh, the Hebrew people, ultimately, um, uh, he's, he's left Galilee. He's gone to the north in what we would say today is modern-day Lebanon, uh, to the region of Tyre and Sidon. So he's right out there by the Mediterranean. Beautiful country. Uh, but it was Gentile country. So he's, he is leaving the Hebrew people, the chosen people, uh, again, for some, I'm sure, some sabbatical time, Sabbath time. But also, again, that idea that he's going to the fringes. But we're going we're gonna to wrestle with that in just a moment. But first, before we do that, uh, two points I want to make. Not before we get to that one, two points total. The first one is this. So this Canaanite woman, a Canaanite is a Gentile woman, a woman who is not uh, Jewish, comes to him 
and says, Lord, have pity on me, son of David. So she recognizes who he is, calling him by his title, Lord, son of David. First of all, saying, Lord, I know you are Lord over me. Uh, I am not the master in this situation, not only uh, because male-female differences of the time, but uh, the Jewish, non-Jewish. But he's calling him, she is calling him son of David, meaning she recognizes that he is Messiah, which is so interesting, isn't it? So many of the Jews would not recognize that he was uh, indeed the Messiah, but she does, son of David. And then she says, my daughter is tormented by a demon. I'm in need of your help. But he didn't say a word. And the disciples said, hey, send her away. And he didn't do anything in reply. And he basically said, listen, I'm sent to the lost sheep of Israel, which is so interesting because you're not in Israel right now. You're in Tyre and Sidon. You're in Gentile territory. So the juxtaposition here is odd. It doesn't end here, but it's odd, isn't it? He's sent to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, but yet you're not in Israel. So it's almost like he's setting this up for his disciples to say, what would you do? And again, the more I, the more I play with this juxtaposition, that's all that, that makes sense to me, is he knows. And we're going to see at the end of this where that goes. But it's not without a little teaching that Jesus uh, needs to have before we get there. I guess the, the first point I want to focus on is our own determination. Have pity on me, Lord, she says. He doesn't say a word in reply. The disciples say, get rid of her. He says, listen, I got to go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And then she comes back and does him more homage, says, Lord, help me. And he ultimately insults her and says, Listen, it's not right. Take food of the children and throw it to the dogs. She uses his insulting analogy and creates life out of it. Yes, Lord, but even the dogs eat the scraps on the tables that fall from their masters. Takes the image, doesn't insult him back. Um, reminds him, you're the master here, and I know that. I know who I am. And uh, and he is taken with her. And life comes from it. But But the first point that I want to make is just that whole idea that I'm not going to give up. No matter what you think of me, no matter what circumstances I'm in, no matter that uphill battle, I'm going to keep going um, for whatever reason. And for this reason today was because her daughter needed help. And I guess I invite us to, to ponder that same lesson what is, what is there in our life for which we would have that same determination, that dogged determination, to use a pun, um, a bad pun, but a pun, uh, uh, that determination for which we would not give up? And, and in what, and with whom is that? And, and, and are we living up to that? Um, do we stand up for those we love uh, in a likewise uh, indignant manner? Um, when, when an injustice has been done or uh, something that is capable of being remedied, such as in this situation, a daughter being healed, that we will not back down until we see whatever it is that, that, that is our goal. Um, in what instances in our life, in what circumstances, in what locations and places, and, and what roles, uh, when do we play that role? And when do we play the role on the other side? 
uh, that needs to hear um, and see those injustices that someone is asking for our favor. There's, there's something to be said about determination, regardless of the insults that are hurled our way, uh, of the walls that are put up, of the silence that we meet. Um, she did not let that stop her. That's to her credit. This woman deserves a great deal of credit. Second point, last one that I'll make, is, and, and this is simply a struggle that I have with this gospel. And, and maybe I'm just wrong with it, and I'm okay with that, and maybe you will think, Zank, what's wrong with you? Um, or maybe I invite you into that. But, but what it says to me is Jesus, when the woman comes up to him the second time and came in homage, saying again, Lord, help me. I'm, I'm, I'm referencing you are the master here. We know that. Lord, again, help me. That's what I'm implying or, or asking for directly. And he says in reply, it is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. And she turns that analogy on him. Please, Lord, even the dogs eat the scraps that fall from the tables of their masters. And then he's overwhelmed. Oh, you know, woman, great is your faith. Let it be done as, as you wish. And, and the daughter is healed. Is Jesus insulting her here? I mean, I've said before in this podcast numerous times, it sure seems it. Because he's referencing a human being as a dog. How do we struggle with that? Because we know Jesus is without sin. So we could say, ah, clearly Jesus is not insulting her here because Jesus is without sin. Therefore, there's some metaphor I'm missing. You know what? Very fair point, and I'm not going to argue. I'll never argue that Jesus was without sin. But I think what I will at least struggle with here is the idea of, I don't think he's, he's necessarily sinning as an individual, but is he participating in a systemic um, sin that is present? And that is that the Israeli people, the Jewish people, saw themselves as the chosen, and everyone outside of that, what we would say are Gentiles, are dogs. And if that narrative is so familiar within the Judaic communities that Jesus was formed in that narrative and took it when he was outside there, fell into that same uh, type of rhetoric. I think that's a fair question to ask, brothers and sisters, because the gospel is what the gospel is. And, and he's saying, listen, it's not right to take the food of the children. That's the chosen people. There's no doubt about that. He was called, he says, to the lost people, sheep of the house of Israel. And that's the first place. Now, it doesn't stop there. We know that. And we know that God invited it out of that. And we know, you know, in oh, so many ways, it was predicated. It was, it was even prophesied in the Old Testament that it was going to go there. But yet Jesus does call her a dog. And, and my point is not for us to come to a decision, what, what is happening here with Jesus? Because I don't think any of us are theologians that can answer that. But here's the question I will ask. Is if indeed Jesus is, is part of a, a, system, a, systemic, um, a, a systemic, well, injustice, where do we find that in our lives? What systems 
Have we been so formed by indoctrinated within that we don't even see them? I, I speak this podcast, my friends, as a 55-year-old white male who has been indoctrinated into that. Now, I'm, I'm proud of who I am. I, I, I thank God, and, and I don't say that in arrogance. I, I, I blow it all the time. But, but I say I, I'm, not, I'm not ashamed of who I am in that sense. But I also know that because of my whiteness and my maleness, places open up for me that I just assume they open up for everybody else. Um, doors open. And, and I just don't think that's the reality of the situation for many people of color, for, um, uh, for women, for the poor. Um, I think doors are closed all the time. I just think having these doors open for me is the air I breathe. It's the water in which I swim. And I assume those same systems that work for me work for others, but I think that assumption we're seeing is, is not true, that the very systems that are set up often by people that look like me and have the same uh, gender as I do are set up to benefit them and me, I guess. I need to, be, to own that. And in doing so, it is not set up to benefit others. Now, again, I'm not trying to bring this to a, a, a place where you're feeling, well, I don't know what I'm trying to do. I guess I'm trying to name honestly the reality of the situation. And if indeed that is the case, what systems have indoctrinated us that we need to name? Uh, that we need women like this one who call us out when we use terms or assume things that aren't okay to be assumed or necessarily correct in our assumptions um, and have our eyes opened like Jesus did by this woman because she taught him. She taught him today. To Jesus's credit, he learned the lesson immediately. Um, and this woman, I think, was the teacher here. Never returned violence with violence. Uh, uh, never got to that level, um, but believed. And Jesus saw that. May our eyes be opened to those same systems which hurt other people and in which we participate, and we may not even know because certainly our hearts don't want to do that and hurt others. Um, but may our eyes be opened and may we follow Jesus in that sense of, of saying, okay, I can't participate in that. If that's the case, that that's not okay, and and stand against it, whether that is a, a system of race, uh, a system of of uh, gender bias, a system of of affluent bias, whatever it is, brothers and sisters, may we may we may our eyes be open, and may we be able to step outside of it uh, as quickly as Jesus did. And when they work against us, carry the grace and the tenacity and the faith and hope and brilliance of this Canaanite woman. Let's pray. If there is someone or something for which you would like to pray, I invite you to call it to mind at this time. And let's begin. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. 
The third joyful mystery, uh, Jesus is born, the incarnation, uh, the celebration of Christmas, the birth of Christ. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins. Save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, blessings to you on the rest of this Wednesday. And uh, I hope that uh, you clearly are open as much as you and I can be at this time to uh, the presence of God and filled with the Spirit throughout the day. Blessings, and I look forward to us being back together again tomorrow.